Hi, it's Mike Crawford. It's the Young Jerks. This episode, we're going to open with a tweet from Dan Adams of the Boston Globe. He tweeted today, I'm dropping off my panel at hashtag anycanbizcon tomorrow because of NCIA org's inexcusable decision to exclude press from a secret closed-door summit today on the illicit marijuana market that includes current former FDA, DEA, HIDTA, and local police officials, plus state regulators. Adams went on to tweet, an NCIA spokesman told me that the event was closed to press, even though we got pitched on it yesterday because that was the only way law enforcement officials would participate. You won't find that agenda online, by the way. It was sent to us accidentally. Adams post, with with that post, he also included the flyer that they received. Uh, it was called the Illicit Market Summit. It was held today. Uh, it featured, I'm going to read some of the people that it featured today. Number one, Cannabis Control Commissioner Britt McBride. Cannabis Control Commissioner Britt McBride, again. Uh, Also, uh, former Boston Police and Lowell Police Chief Ed Davis. He also had some people from the NCIA, but also included in this group of people who would be participating in this panel were people from Big Cannabis, people from Acreage. This is what the forum today, it was Big Cannabis with law enforcement with a Cannabis Control Commissioner. That's how it was built. That's how it was promoted. It was in secret. The public couldn't attend. The press couldn't attend. Uh, We were the first to actually notice it. We started tweeting about it on our Young Jerks Facebook group and our Twitter. And then Dan Adams today posted that. And uh, it really showed us that we were on the right track on this. Uh, There have been some additional uh, tweets and updates. One that I definitely want to read right now is uh, from a reporter who actually tried to attend. Uh, she showed up there, and she was sta- She was basically kicked out. She was kicked out of the forum. Uh, her name is Jessica Bartlett. She writes for uh, uh, Boston Business Journal. And she tweeted that she caught the eyes of uh, Commissioner McBride. And as soon as she did that, she, you know, next thing she knows, she was being asked to leave. Uh, it seems like she feels that Commissioner McBride noticed that she was part of the press and and recognized her and that's why she was kicked out at the bequest of Commissioner McBride now I also want to note that uh, Commissioner McBride uh, came back at us on Twitter today Um, we might read that statement as well but I also want to just put it out there we have a question that we put on our Twitter and our Facebook do you think that uh, Commissioner McBride should resign at this point Uh, she has made the you know, cracking down on the illicit market, like her number one thing. Um, at the same time, while she is pushed for cumbersome and ridiculous requests for the legal market that has really hindered the legal market from blossoming uh, with the legal market that is only about a quarter of the total cannabis market in Massachusetts, where most patients are still going to the traditional market. She wants to crack down with law enforcement. Uh, they, they, you know, fortunately, you know, going for us, we've been loud about this and I think racial profile and people understand that at this point and 
they're saying that they're not going to arrest people, that this isn't about arresting people, but they still want to ruin people's lives. They want to go after people for tax money. They want to get people in other ways without a felony arrest. Um, and we know that it's still going to be targeted on working class people, people of color, people without the income or the means to defend themselves. We know that this will happen. And instead of actually focusing on what her job should be, which is getting this market up to speed as quickly as possible and getting everyone to participate, she's been one of the people that has put up roadblocks. She's the one that wanted the, the cameras for the delivery services. She's been the one who's blocked a lot of what we've passed for a law. And for her to focus on this, 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 you know, with the police and the law enforcement, she's basically acting like a cop all the time. She really does act like a cop. And so we're asking you the question, do you think she should resign? Uh, so far, a lot of people have voted on it. Um, you know, it's just, to me, the fact that they wanted to do this in secret today. And it's also interesting because a couple of Boston Globe reporters, after the conference or maybe at the lunch break, they actually asked Police Commissioner Ed Davis whether he was the one, because the NCIA, this organization, which is the national, what is the cannabis industry, whatever it is. I don't even care about them at this point. NCIA is what they're called. Uh, I'm going to screw up. I don't even care. I'm, I'm not even trying to get it right because I have no respect for them at this point because they, they turned around and said it was the police that asked for this. Ed Davis, the police chief, who was the leader of this, for the you know invited most of the police. He said that he was the one who invited most of the police officers. He said they had never requested that it be done in secret. So somebody's lying. It's either Ed Davis or the NCIA. Um, and, you know, Commissioner McBride, whether she was part of that, you know, rule, which I, I, I have a feeling she was. I think it was, I, I'm going to guess it came from uh, Britt McBride herself. That's my guess. But I don't have any knowledge of that. However, if you look at Jessica Bartlett, the reporter from the Boston Business Journal and her tweet it does seem that she was acting like law enforcement and having uh, the reporter Jessica Bartlett kicked out. And I think it's really disgusting that they have this meeting like this between big cannabis operators, a commissioner and law enforcement, and they don't allow the patients in. They don't allow the ACLU in. They don't allow the press in. To me, that, that red raises a lot of red flags. I would uh, definitely suggest anyone that is unhappy about this, contact the NCIA. Um, maybe consider not going there anymore. I definitely uh, had a couple people reach out to me about you know coming down there and interviewing uh, some of their clients and attendees. I suggested that they, you know, since I, I'm boycotting, I'm not going to go to the NCIA after they did this today unless they apologize. Um, and, you know, make do, you know, make, acknowledge the fact that they were wrong to do it this way, but they haven't done that. Um, and, you know, so my suggestion to anyone who's, who's been attending this, this convention is ask for your money back and, and, uh, maybe spend it on the convention that's coming up in March. That's much better locally run. And they would never pull this bull crap. Uh, the new England cannabis convention, NECAN, N-E underscore C-A-N-N on Twitter. Check them out instead. Uh, I, I'll come interview you there. <laughs> I'll go. I'll interview you at the uh, New England Cannabis Convention coming up in March. But I won't do it tomorrow or today at the NCIA. 
And it's because of this. I'm with Dan Adams. Um, Dan Adams gave up his speaking. You know, he, he, he decided not to speak. He canceled his panel for tomorrow because of this. I'm uh, canceling going down there to interview people about this. And uh, I suggest that everyone do the same. Um, I'd also suggest to Britt McBride, instead of hyping up and, you know, her response to us, which was pretty funny, um, you know, was to basically hype up the fact that there were some good people there. They were all handpicked. You selected them, right, Britt McBride? Is that correct? And, and she didn't acknowledge the fact that it was secret. She didn't acknowledge the, the bad optics of it. You know, and here's Shalene Tidal, who we all respect defending her, but Shalene did did actually acknowledge the bad optics of, you know, keeping the press out. It's just terrible. When there's a lack of trust in this industry, when there's a lack of trust in the regulation, when there's a lack of trust that we report on every single goddamn week about how the only way for our friends to get licensed is to hire Mike Ross or the former this or the former that or the former health of uh, public safety. I mean, these are the only people who get licensed right now, it seems like. And yeah, we've seen some progress recently because we've all started complaining and someone had a nutty at the Cannabis Control Commission. So at this point, you can't blame us. You can't blame us for throwing nutties and getting mad because that's the only time you start to listen to us. Otherwise, you exclude us. Otherwise, you you make sure that we can't even attend a forum. Otherwise, you don't even let the press attend a forum. I mean, we have no choice. And it's your fault. When you exclude people, the press, from a forum about law enforcement cracking down and it's featuring and we see the we see the actual outline and you you're including people from acreage, you're including people that are big cannabis operators. It's like, that is Trump-like. That's fascism. That's number one, you, you don't allow the press. Number two, it's, it's, it's a public-private partnership. That's how it was promoted by the NCIA. Public-private partnership for what? For whose profit? On the backs of whom? On the backs of patients? On the backs of people of color? On the back of working-class people? We're not going to take that anymore. And Shalene Tyler wrote back to us, that's fair, you're right. And, and, and she uh, is commenting about the exclusion of the press. It's an awful look. It is an awful look, as someone wrote on our, on our Twitter today. And we did put it up, uh, you know, about whether people think Commissioner Brink-Bride should resign. And the large majority said yes. So far, it's overwhelmingly yes on our Facebook, especially our Facebook group. We got more votes there. There's one person who said no, and I think like 20 people said yes, she should resign. It was not even close. Um, the people who are patients, who are advocates, we've had enough. We've we've seen enough from uh, Commissioner McBride. She needs to recognize that we're we're not we're not with this. We're not happy about it. We have every right to be even mad about it or upset because you've excluded the press. You're talking about locking people up who have helped patients for years. You're not talking to patients. You don't represent patients. This is about big business for you. That's all you care about. And it's like, we're not about big business. I'm not about big business. And, you know, what I also think is really telling is that a lot of people noted our poll today and said, I would vote yes, but I'm afraid to because I have a license. I have an application in the queue. 
And I'm afraid if I vote yes on that poll, especially on the Facebook poll where it shows who voted yes, that, that, that somehow I'll be penalized. And again, that's called a lack of trust. And the lack of trust didn't come from us. It came from folks like Commissioner McBride. When you exclude the press from a, from a really important discussion like this, and I hear that there's going to be more discussion tomorrow on the vaping crisis, and you're also going to exclude the press. So this is all, you know, equally, I would say, about NCIA and Britt McBride. I think both of them get an F completely on today, and they owe us in Boston, medical patients, they owe the press, they owe us an apology. If you think I'm right, let us know. If you think I'm wrong, let us know. We'd like to hear from you. We're not always right. We know that. We give our opinions. And sometimes they're wrong. But we're willing to hear you out. And the question is, is Commissioner McBride willing to hear us out? I'm going to put another challenge to Commissioner McBride. We've been tweeting at you probably what you would probably you know refer privately as harassing you for months. You haven't once responded to us until today. I challenge you to come on our show and answer the phone calls. You take the phone calls from the patients. You take the phone calls from the people who have been busted. I don't think you will. I don't think you have it in you. I don't think you'll spend an hour talking to patients, talking to people who have been arrested, talking to applicants. But I think you'll spend... How many hours did you spend today with the law enforcement talking about how we're going to crack down on the illicit market that I've helped create? Yes, you helped create that Brickman Bride. Yes, you did. And you won't come to talk to our community about how you created that. You won't hear from us. You'll just do the minimum, minimum that you have to do. But when you have an opportunity to set up a forum with law enforcement and big cannabis, you're right there. For a whole day. All right, we're the Young Jerks. My name is Mike Crawford. We will be back on Sunday at 5 p.m. Big show. Also, make sure you subscribe to our iTunes. Give us, rate us, review us. And midnightmass.substack.com. we got a couple new stories coming this week. They're not about what a lot of people are waiting for, which is the revolutionary, care, uh, revolutionary clinic stories. We're still working on those. A lot more to come. But uh, over the next week, we'll definitely have a couple new stories up there that I think will interest you. Midnightmass.substack.com. Definitely subscribe. If you can, kick in money. $5 a month will help us greatly expand our coverage, help us hire more writers, and create more content. Mike Crawford, I will talk to you on Sunday.